This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Once again, I want to thank Rabbi Shabtai for the privilege of learning with you every Wednesday uh, in preparation for the Parsha of the Week, which of course this week is Parsha of Baha'u'llah. We are going to uh, explore together a beautiful piece, learn together a beautiful piece of the Nesiva Shalom, as we do every week, um, in Parsha's Baaloscha, page Mem Zion. And he focuses in this piece on something that, again, what makes the Slanam Rebbe, in my opinion, a very unique uh, commentary, is that he picks up on things that you could have been reading for a number of years and never really noticed or were sensitive to. And he highlights things that uh, open our eyes to new areas, to new elements, through a different lens of Torah that we never had the pleasure or the privilege of being able to do before. So if you'll take a look on page Mem Zayin, the uh, Slanam Rebbe quotes what we know um, is the way in which the Jewish people traveled in the Midbar. The Pasuk says, Right, we know that when Hashem instructed Moshe to camp, to not move forward, to not travel, they would set up the Mishkan. During the day, they would have the Anon above the Mishkan, with uh, right outside, and you would be able to meet right outside there, the Ohel Ha'edus, right? And at night, you would have the fire that would illuminate, that would illuminate until, until the morning. That's what we know is the case. So when, Api Hashem Yachanu, the Api Hashem Yisau, and uh, when it was time for us to camp, Hashem would tell us to, and when it was time for us to uh, travel, Hashem would tell us to. So asks the Nesiv Hashem the obvious question. We know that the Torah is eternal. The Torah is not just to tell us what he calls Sipure or Maisim Ba'alma. It's not just there to tell us the various stories that took place, but everything that's included in the Torah is there to teach us a lesson. is to convey to us and to communicate to us what the derech, what the path of Hashem is. What exactly is, are the eternal lessons that this particular topic is providing for us? And what are we to learn from the manner in which the Torah describes how we are to camp out and how we are to travel? What are we supposed to learn from it? Unfortunately, we don't have a Mishkan. We don't have a Beis HaMikdash. We don't travel as one unified group. There isn't anything on the surface that you could deduce or learn from there. What is the Torah trying to uh, tap into, trying to reveal to us that can help us in our Avodah Hashem? And he wants to offer two different suggestions. And these two suggestions I'd like to share with you today. V'yesh lomer sheyom hekimes HaMishkan, mirambiz HaMishkan HaPrati Ohel shichen bi'adam. That the Torah is not just talking about the physical Mishkan, the tabernacle that was in the desert during that period of time, but it's also there to allude to the Mishkan that's within each one of us. We all know the famous Pasuk at the beginning of Parshish Truma, that we are to build the edifice, a Mikdash, and we are and Hashem would dwell in them. With the famous Vart, the famous insight, it didn't say, I, Hashem, will dwell in it. Rather, it says, I will dwell in them. But rather, it's in them means, When you ensure, when you act, when you conduct yourself in a certain way, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I can now reside within each and every individual. It's incumbent upon each and every Jew to build for himself, within himself, a Beis HaMikdash, where the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, can reside in. 
וזהו שנאמר ויום הקים את המשכן לשון ניסתר. That's why the Torah says, if you will notice, it doesn't say, and it's beautiful, such a sensitive uh, an insight in terms of the language of the Torah. The Torah didn't say, because then that would have only been referring to that which was actually done in the desert. By virtue of the fact that the Pasuk says simply, it's not just referring to the Mishkan that was built in the desert, but it means the Mishkan that we each built build in, our own, in our own lives. Each one of us who built our own individual Mishkan. And we know that the Mishkan was covered by a cloud. What's that coming to teach us? And he says as follows. When a person um, builds and establishes his Mishkan, immediately afterwards, we begin to have to confront Nisyonos, right? Part of life, part of life's roller coaster, the ups and downs of life, is realizing that we're going to be constantly confronting challenges in our lives. And that what is what the Torah is referring to. The minute that we are able, we have a certain level of confidence to construct our own Mishkan, we feel that Hashem's presence in our lives, the minute we feel that level of security, right away HaKadosh Baruch Hu places a Nisayon in front of us. And that is demonstrative of the Anan. It it's demonstrates through that cloud. That cloud in which it clouds literally our ability to see Hashem. We have to navigate through different challenges. We don't only, always see the Yad Hashem. Uba Erev and at night, Yiyal HaMishken Kamare Eish. The Torah ta- told us that at night we're going to have the, the fire in the sky. Erev Huzman is Gabras HaChumriyos V'Hatayvot Shayitzar Borbo Kamare Eish. We know that at night, it's a time of darkness, it's a time of desire, it's a time in which the Yitzhahara can sometimes defeat us because we're not looking carefully enough. And therefore, that Yitzhahara, which burns within us, is symbolic of the Ish that's in the sky. So in other words, says the Nesiva Shalom again, Al-Pidrash, certainly not the simple Pshat of the Pasuk, but it's incumbent upon us to understand what the eternal lesson we need to learn from this discussion. And so the Nesiva Shalom says, what we are to learn from it is that we are to build the Mishkan within ourselves. But the minute that we're going to build that Mishkan, that we hope will facilitate the Hashras Hashkin of the Divine Presence, we also have to recognize that soon afterwards, we're going to confront challenges. We're going to confront those challenges in the form of an Anan, in the form of a cloud that's going to uh, create murky waters. We're not going to see Hashem's hand, His, His uh, divine intervention in a clear way all the time. And it's also expressed with the fire, the Sahara, which, which is burning within us like a fire. We're also going to have to confront both during the day and in the evenings. Val Yehudi says the Nesiva Shom, Therefore we have to realize, and what the Torah is trying to teach us is, that each one of us are going to have a number of challenges, of obstacles, of impediments, that we are going to need to confront. It's beautiful how he reads the entire sequence so beautifully. He says, what does the Pasuk says? Say, it's not only that we're going to have it when we set up the camp, but each and every day we're going to have this this uh, anon, this cloud, and we're going to have the fire. Every day of our lives, we're going to have the anon, the cloud moments, and we're going to have the ish, the fire moments. We're going to have the times in which we don't see Hashem, where we're going to have to navigate and try to look for the Hester Panim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there are going to be times in which we're going to have to endure the Sahara's burning within, within ourselves, and so therefore we're going to have to confront both of these the minute we set up that Mishkan. 
And what happens when the Anan, when that, that cloud lifts, it elevates, it tells the Jewish people it's time for them to begin to travel. What's that supposed to teach us in our Avodah Hashem? She Yehudi Yada, that a person realizes, a Jew realizes, Shekol Elo Hanisyonos Molichem Osolikras Hatov. What does it mean? So beautiful. What does it mean that after you've endured, you've confronted these challenges, and now Hashem says, now it's time to go, now it's time to travel. What does that mean homiletically? What it means is when you have confronted and you have endured and you have persevered through those nisyonos, you will be able to see on the other side how much it has helped you grow, how much it's helped you move from point A to point B. With those challenges, those nisyonos, you can now travel and realize the latent potential that was inside of you. Once the darkness is removed, and the cloud is removed, now you can realize how far you have come, how far you have traveled. You can then elevate from one level to the next. That darkness, it allows you to achieve certain things that otherwise you would never be able to achieve. You know, this Nesiv Hashem reminds me of a famous Ramban. The Ramban in Parshas Vayera, when the Torah refers to the Akedas Yitzchak, so many of them first struggle, why does the Ribbon Shalom give Nisyonos to the Jewish people? And the Ramban famously tells us that the whole purpose of an Isayon is to bring a person in Akoach El Hapoel. It's to position a person who otherwise we're naturally, our natural inclination is to be lazy. We don't always necessarily dig beneath the surface to realize the potential that leads beneath the surface. And so if, we're, if it wouldn't be for our Kodesh Baruch Hu at times to push us out of our comfort zones, we'd re- never realize that potential. So he puts us in those Nisiono situations in order to bring that potential to reality. And that's exactly what the Nesiva Shalom is saying. What the Torah here is telling us when it says that you're going to have this Mishkan, you're going to set up the Mishkan, you're going to have this cloud during the day, you're going to have the fire at night, and only when Hashem tells you can you travel. What Hashem is teaching us is in life, when you set up a home, when you set yourselves up, when you feel confident in your avodas Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch says, I don't want you to be so comfortable. I want to push you out of your comfort zone. So I'm going to give you those anan, those cloud moments. I'm going to give you those times in which you're not so sure about what you're doing. I'm going to give you those ish moments where the Yitzhar is going to misgaber. It's going to overpower you. But you know what? When Hashem says it's time to move, you're going to realize that all those experiences will have helped you realize your potential and ascend to a higher to a higher level. And with that, he continues with the following: We know that the Mishnah tells us that Avram Avinu had ten nisyonos ve'amad, and he withstood and he passed all of them. All that Avram Avinu had accomplished in his life was only because of these nisyonos. It's because he was put in these positions to realize his capacities and his capabilities. We also know in Rab, it says when it, when it talks about the Akedas Yitzchak, quotes a pasuk in Tehillim, The pasuk says in Tehillim, literally translated, we say to HaKadosh Baruch you gave us a, a flag, a banner, to be raised high. That's what the Pasuk means. But the word nes can also mean nes milashon nisayon, meaning HaKadosh Baruch gives us nisyonos, a nes, a test, in order for us to be raised, to be able to raise ourselves and to be able to elevate ourselves higher. Nisayon achan nisayon, shem ovrim tadir nisyonos, each time we get another nisyon, nisayon, 
allows us to be greater. It also means it's a flag like on a, on a boat. Right, it's not enough that we pass the Nisayon, but we want other people to see they can do it too. We serve as a role model for them. And so therefore, it's not about anything other than helping us realize our potential. And that's what the Torah is telling us over here. It's not simply recording what they did in the Midbar and we should just be aware of how they encamped around the Midbar and what the protocols and procedures are because that wouldn't help us. That would not enlighten us. That would not show us what the Derech of Hashem in our lives should be. It's only if you begin to peel away the layers do you realize that it's really referring to the Mishkan we build within ourselves and to realize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us these Anan and Eish moments that are representative of these Nisyonos and when we pass them then we can go ahead Hashem so we can travel and realize how much we've been able how much we've been able to accomplish. And he then continues on he says when we experience the lifting of those clouds, and it's no longer dark, then then we can travel. We can realize how incredibly powerful our opportunities are. We can develop a certain level of self-esteem and self-confidence because when we start to realize that we were able to overcome other challenges in our past, then when we confront new challenges, we are going to be more excited to embrace them because we will realize the impact it's going to have in our lives. That was one Hezbra, that's one explanation that the Nesiva Shalom provides as to exactly what we are to learn from this from these Psukim. But I wanted to add a second interpretation that he has in the very next paragraph. And he says the following. There's another illusion. There's something else that we can learn from this topic in terms of our Avodah Hashem. There are times in our life which are completely illuminated, absolutely lucid and clear. And there are times that unfortunately we experience darkness. And it's incumbent and it behooves a Jew to know whether it's dark or it's light, it's all coming from Hashem. And even when it's dark, there is a, a job, a purpose of how to navigate even during the times of darkness, the same way you witness and know that that or that the light comes from Hashem as well. And there's a way in which we serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a similar fashion to the way in which we see Him during the times of light. And when the cloud descends on the Mishkan, our personal Mishkan, Hashem puts us in a, in a situation of concealment. We don't see the Yad Hashem the way we normally do. Fascinating. Says the Nesiva Shalom, you know what the Torah is teaching us over here? The Torah is teaching us that there are some times we have to stop ourselves literally dead in our tracks. Sometimes when we're confronted with a difficult situation, so we just want to get the answer right away. We just want to move on from it. We just want to get out of it as quickly as possible. But if in the same way that we appreciate those moments of illumination, it's all hashkach Hashem, it's all divine, we also have to appreciate the times in which Hashem puts us in a time of concealment and appreciate the opportunities that we are presented with during that period as well. Don't rush ourselves. Don't try to move on from it. You might trip. Instead, in those situations, and now he's meduyak, he's very careful in terms of the sensitivity of the language and the words. When it comes to the anan, the cloud descending on the Mishkan, it's dark. What does the Torah say? There you got to camp. Don't go anywhere. Reflect. Introspect. Think about what it is you need to adjust. 
what it is you need to change about what is going on. How are you going to go ahead and overcome this challenge? How are you going to mobilize? How are you going to strategize? Don't just move on. No. You got to stop dead in your tracks during those moments to be able to really figure out how this is going to help you in your Avodah Hashem. And with that, he continues. When a person is in darkness, don't lift a finger. Stay right where you are. To be accepting that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing. You know what Hashem wants from you right now? He wants you to serve Him with a capital H in darkness. He doesn't want you to move on because if he wanted you to move on, he never would have put you in this situation to begin with. And if you take a look, it goes on. The If you look at the subsequent psukim, it says, There will be times in which the length that you will have the cloud over the Mishkan will be long. And what does the Torah say? You got to guard it. Stay right where you are. Don't travel. Don't lift a finger. Don't pack up. Don't ignore the situation and the predicament you find yourself in. Now is the time to reflect. Now is the time to serve Hashem, even in a moment of concealment. Concealment. Fine. And if you look at the last part, he says, next page, once the cloud lifts from the oath, from your personal Mishkan, then you know how to move on. When now the darkness the murky waters, the clouds have cleared. Now, when that lifts, that's a Kodesh Baruch Hu's sign to you. Okay, you've passed that test. You've gotten whatever you needed to get out of that experience. Now I'm going to make things more clear for you. And you move on to the next step of your Avodah Hashem. But don't jump the gun. Don't go to the next stage. Don't skip a rung on the ladder because you're going to end up falling and you're not going to end up gleaning the growth that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is providing for you. So I thought these were two really incredible, very creative insights. What I loved about both insights are they really are meduyak. They're very, very carefully read into the words. Whether you want to understand the base of Uvayom Hekimes HaMishkan, as we said in the first shot, that it means that there are going to be anun moments in our lives when we build our Mishkan. There are going to be those cloudy moments of darkness. There are going to be moments of Aish of the Yitzhahara who's burning from within, trying to convince you to fall into the trap of your desires, of your taivas, and knowing that in certain situations, you got to stick put, stay where you are, understand that you're confronting these Nisyonos. It's part of Hashem's plan, but realize that while you go through those missions, they're going to make, to make you a better person. So while you're going to encamp Al-Pi Hashem Yachanu right now, understand it's going to ultimately lead and yield the fruits in the Al-Pi Hashem Yisau. It's going to help you come to a new place and a higher madre, like the Ramban said, Minakoach El Apoel. That's one interpretation. The other interpretation, says the Nesiva Shalom, is you have to realize you're going to have moments in life of Anan, of darkness. And when you have those moments, don't rush it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu meant for you to go through this. He wants you to serve Him in a, in a situation of Hester Panim. It's for your benefit and for your growth. Don't rush it. Stay exactly where you are and guard yourself. See Hashem even in the darkness. And when He's ready for you to move on, you'll be able to appreciate the growth you had from it and be able to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Or 
when the when the light is is exposed, you'll be able to appreciate that relationship with Hashem in even more deeper level. I think it's important as we continue to navigate through these challenging times, but in life in general, we're gonna have our anon moments, we're gonna have our ish moments, we're gonna have light, we're gonna have dark, we're gonna have situations in which we feel our Kodesh Baruch Hu more prominent and present in our life, and sometimes more distant. And at each stage and each level, we have to recognize how Kodesh Baruch Hu has all orchestrated this. He has pre-designed it for our benefit, to allow us to realize the potential in our lives, to be able to discover that potential, to build the confidence, not only in looking back and seeing if we were able to accomplish something in the past that should give us the confidence to be able to accomplish in the future, but also to understand that just the Nisun in and of itself, like Avram Avinu, will allow us to be better people with deeper relationships with others, and most importantly, strengthening that relationship with Hashem. Have a wonderful day.